So you're ready to launch self-managing teams, right? Congratulations. Um, but here is a mistake that I want you to be aware of that often happens, right? I hear from a lot of organizations where um, people talk about self-management and when it's time to get started, um, the message that the future self-managing teams receive from the top management is now you guys are free, just go ahead and self-organize, right? And, and that is pretty much a recipe for failure, right? Um, and I see this especially in, in, in smaller organizations, right? Organizations of 10, 20, 50 people. It sounds easy enough, just go ahead now, you have freedom, just, you know, do it. Um, in larger organizations, you know, no one imagines that 10,000 people will spontaneously self-organize, but even there, like in smaller pockets, people often receive the same injunction, just go ahead and do it. Um, now, this is a mistake on one extreme of the spectrum. There's another extreme of the spectrum, which is, um, no, no, you don't figure it out. We figure it out for you. We'll design a whole program about how to roll out self-management. You don't worry. You know, we'll tell you what to do and we'll train you and we'll give you everything and you'll just find yourself self-managing, right? And, you know, that's just as much a mistake. But it's one that I, I hear less often. The one I hear much more often is you just go out and figure it out. Um, and I think there's two reasons why people often gravitate to that extreme, right? One is, I think, it's simply this mistaken notion that, you know, we're talking about self-management, so I won't tell you how to do self-management, right? You gotta figure it out. So basically, you know, it's on you. Um, and, and that's a mistake, you know, right, I won't tell you exactly how to do self-management, but I can provide you support. You know, there's a difference between, I give you support, you know, as you figure it out, or, you know, I just abandon you, I just leave you on your own, you just go and figure it out. Um, the second reason why people often, you know, go to this extreme, um, I believe is, quite frankly, laziness, right? Is that people, you know, who've decided that they wanted the organization to move towards self-management don't actually know how to do that, you know? And, okay, I don't really know how you guys will self-organize, so you just go and figure it out, right? Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised by this sort of this form of laziness. I think that if you're serious about um, wanting the organization to go towards self-management, well, you need to really understand it. Right by you know carefully watching these videos or reading all sorts of books about self-management, um, it just strikes me how many people go for this sort of really radical transformation in a very naive way without knowing very much about it at all. Like they would never decide to, I don't know, digitize their entire organization um, or move everything to the cloud or move everything to China without actually learning about digitization of the cloud of China, right? You would want to learn quite a bit about it before you go, well, I think the same is true for, for self-management. Um, and, and here's why, why this is a bad idea. Here's what, I've, what I hear typically happens, is you give that injunction, come on, you're free, you can just self-organize. And then, you know, people receive that injunction and they go like, okay, but what does that mean? And how does that work? And then they get together in meetings and then they try to figure it out and then these meetings aren't very productive um, because quite frankly you know this might not be their thing you know these are machine operators that you know want to work on their machines or their accountants or their marketing copywriters and and that's what they want to do 
But what you're forcing them to do now is suddenly to become experts in organizational development, in self-management, in leadership, right? And they've never signed up for that. That's not really what they want to do. And so after a few of these unproductive meetings, they you know, figure out that actually the best thing they can do is actually spend their time doing their work, you know, doing good work for their clients. And, and that's just good common sense. They stopped the meetings. That whole thing felt pretty unproductive. And everybody goes like, yeah, this self-management thing is just kind of a stupid idea. Let's just go back to what we know. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's, I think, a real risk, right? Um, teams actually need some support in moving towards self-management and figuring it out. And, and the question is, where do you place the cursor? You know, from the one extreme, you figure it out, to the other extreme, we have it all figured out for you. And the thing is that different teams in the organizations will need different kinds of support. So you will have to place the cursor you know, at a different point in time, um, you know, different point in, in the amount of support that the teams will receive. Um, and, and you can only figure it out by really listening very carefully to each team and seeing what they need. Right? And I would always err towards the side of providing just so little and seeing, you know, will they be able to pick it up? And you will find some teams where people are excited about this and they will go out there and they will, you know, figure it out and call the right meetings and, and find the right expertise. And, you know, that's great. Um, but then other teams you'll notice like, mm, no, there's nothing happening. So let me help them and foresee the meeting and the conversation that needs to happen. Right. Now, in terms of support, I see, um, that there's at least you know, four kinds of supports that team can need on that journey. Right? One is the support for you know, creating the right context, the right meetings, the right conversations um, for things to happen. Um, another one is that teams might need facilitation, just somebody to be in the room and to facilitate those conversations. A third need um, is expertise. You know, there might be sort of injections of expertise that are needed so that teams don't completely reinvent the wheel. And the fourth need might be training that teams need um, you know, as they go towards self-management. And I'll say more about these, these four forms of support that teams might need in the next video. But for now, I just really want to leave you uh, with this question of, you know, for every team, What's the right level of support? And am I willing to listen and help them rather than going for one extreme of providing no support at all or providing too much support, all the support, and then the teams never need to figure it out for themselves? Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.